Roger, what are you what are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm just writing my love letter. <laughs> to That's who? All I, got. I didn't come up with anything after that. I'm writing a love letter to who? I don't know. Wait and see. You'll find out at the end of this episode. <laughs> hey guys. For those of you listening at home, Roger was writing down in his love letter. Um, uh, it's but... not a love letter. It's a love letter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I, why have I ever joked around <laughs> Sophia? I don't know, Roger. You joke around all the time. That's such a lie. <laughs> I get him to do it with a straight face. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to KYTO. I'm Roger. And I'm Sophia. And this is time for episode two. Another great, great episode. episode. Such a sad episode, but like... <laughs> Devastating. Obviously, oh, we're like, getting into spoilers for this episode if you're here. Yeah. Um, um, if you haven't watched the episode, you know, go, go watch, watch it. The episode first. You need to watch this episode. My first note of the episode is Abby is an icon. <laughs> and then for her to get voted out at the end, I'm just like, no. No, because I was hyping Abby up so much in the first KYTL episode. I was like, I love Abby. Like, I think she has the ability to make a deep run. And to see I her thought just she was call- going to the merge for sure. I was like, she's getting such a like, I mean, edit wise, she was getting a lot of footage, a lot of content. And like, you could see that she was a strategic force in the game. And now I see that she probably got that content because she didn't last very long. And it was just devastating. So ah. devastating. Ugh. Yeah, okay, but, but we'll get into we'll the get story to that. at all. Yeah, so we start episode two with kind of like the fallout of the last tribal where Jay goes home basically unanimously. They all kind of yep. just laugh about it, like, haha, Jay went home unanimously. <laughs> <laughs> Goofy. <laughs> yeah, and then we kind of get to see the like dynamics of the tribe still. It sounds like the power five is still intact, that power five being Fuck, I don't know if I'm going to remember this. Grace, Luke, Ian, Noah, Tejas. Yep. Yeah. It. Yeah, I mean, they seemed pretty strong. Like, they were pretty much the one that, like, pushed forward the J plan. But I think everyone was kind of going for J. Um, mm. But there's, I feel like there were a lot of clips of, like, other people on Sokka being just like, we don't trust Ian. Like, especially Abby and Stephanie. They were mm. just like... Ian is not like, yeah, not trustworthy. The dynamics um, of Sokka are like you have this power five on one side, and then you have Luke and like who's in that power five, but also attached to like Stephanie and Abby. Yeah, and Luke is like kind of in the middle, whereas like he definitely could choose where to go. Then you have like Emily, who's just like a part of nothing at all in like, no man's land. Lindsay, who's, like, exclusively attached to Ian. Mm-hmm. And then... The, probably somebody else that I'm forgetting, but... No, I think... Power yeah, no, that's everyone besides Jay, who's Stephanie, gone. Lindsay and mm-hmm. Emily. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. So, in this, like, Power 5 segment, we get a little insight into Noah. 
and Noah is pretty like he knows that people are after Ian and it makes sense that Noah would want to protect Ian just as like even if they aren't like super close they were both on prod together and yeah just even just the fact that they're on prod like it's going to bond you because you have the same thing so you basically you're almost like forced to work together because if not like the people are gonna assume you're gonna work together so there's no reason not to at that point yeah it's it's just like in season four when they brought the returners in and like Mm -hmm. even though those returning players are not you know close friends or like even played on the same season you're gonna be lumped together so you just kind of gotta work with what you got exactly and like noah has to be careful in this position because like it's not only abby and stephanie that like are after ian but luke is attached to that as well and yeah when you're in a solid alliance like that you don't want to blow it up even if you know crucial information it's like you have to be so careful because either you can try to save ian but the entire game is going to blow up this potential five person alliance that you had gone and that's just to save one person that like is kind of a villain and might not even want to work with you in the future. So it's like, how much are you going to try to save Ian? Yeah, and like trying to save Ian so intensely is like a sinking ship for him. (laughs) Um, And also like the fact that Noah is so charismatic, you know, giving that white boy energy, um, you know, the (laughs) linguine from Ratatouille, some may say. It just has, like, a draw to people. And I feel like in Survivor, that can be a blessing and a curse. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it's like, yes, you're so charismatic. People are going to, like, tend to trust you. But also, there are people that are going to be skeptical and be like, whoa, people are so trusting of this guy. Like, do we want to work with him? And then looping yourself with arguably the sketchiest person on your tribe uh, in more ways than one. You're just like mm-hmm. you're asking for it, and I think Noah's starting to recognize yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, another thing that I thought was really funny about this was like Noah straight up is like, um, you want to see how easy it is to find out that Ian's a producer? Goes on Facebook, scrolls down. I was about posts, to say the same thing. And come on, Ian. Ian. This is a call out to Ian Harris specifically. Mm-hmm. What in your right mind? Why wouldn't you scrape your socials if you're going to lie about being on production? Yeah, and like and Facebook is so like public. Mm-hmm. The like if it was LinkedIn, I would understand more only because it's like you know he is like a film major. This is yes. something to put on his resume. And, like, maybe he doesn't want to try to hide that because, like, he's trying to find jobs. Whatever. But keeping it up on your Facebook page, come on. Like, it was just so obvious. Yeah. And, like, we never really got Ian's reaction to, like, the fact that this is happening. Because I don't know if he even knows. Like, he knows that people know he's a producer, right? Yeah. But But we haven't gotten much of a reaction from him. I'm curious. Like... Here's the thing, because I think we talked about, like, um, whether or not it was a good idea for him to lie um, last episode. But now thinking about it, like, someone um, this episode mentioned that, like, his name is in the credits of, like, every single Survivor Michigan season. 
except the first one. Like, <laughs> there's not much you can do to hide that. Yeah, like, and that's inevitable. Like, obviously, if your name's in the credits of, like, uh-huh. I, I mean, up to this point, is season two out when they were filming this? I, I'm pretty sure. Because season okay. two was out, like, during All-Stars, I think. Okay, but, yeah. So, yeah. season two is out. Your name's at the end. That's something you can't hide. No. And people are going to watch the Survivor Michigan episodes because that's just what people tend to do. Right. But, and the things you can control if you're going to attempt this scheme. Um, I would think Facebook, when, when Facebook, you know, <laughs> is more popular yeah. at the time. Um, I did have a note last week saying, oh my God, Facebook, I'm dating myself. AKA, I'm a child. But, um, I feel like you would just clean that up, but that's just, that's just me. Yeah, it was definitely, like, of, uh, I can't think of the word, like, it was stupid of Ian to not take it down, but at this point, like, the damage has been done, and I'm curious to see how or if he can recover from this, because, like, realistically i mean he got out one of the people that was going after him so yeah like i assume that like it's not going to end up accounting for in fact no maybe it will maybe it will come down later in the line but i think for now yin will be fine yeah but obviously it definitely made his game harder than it had to be like this entire episode is completely different if nobody like knows that or if he was honest about it yeah yeah, uh, I guess he wanted a challenge. He got it. <laughs> yeah, you was like, this game is too easy. Let me make it more Survivor's difficult. Survivor's too easy. Let myself. me make it harder on myself. <laughs> and also, I'm going to be gone every other weekend for mock trial tournaments. And I cannot imagine playing Survivor on mock trial. Like, the people that I know in mock trial are so busy. So busy. Like, some of the busiest people I know. Mm-hmm. And they're also so smart. And the people that are in mock trial, I feel like they would just be really good at Survivor. But Ian is proving that very wrong. (laughs) I will say, like, besides this moment, I don't think Ian's playing bad. He's in a solid five-person alliance. Like, he has close allies. We can even... I don't remember when it gets to this, but um, we can talk about how he was trying to get Lindsay to be basically, like, his only ally. Or, or yeah. sorry, <laughs> Lindsay's only ally because yeah. no one was talking to Lindsay. And Ian basically was like, Why is nobody talking to Lindsay? Let me use this to my advantage and I can have her all to myself, which is so smart. Yeah, especially this week, too, because um, we'll get more into it. But Lindsay got Difference Maker. Uh, I'm like, So when you have a twist in the game that, like, a lot of people don't know exactly what entails of it yet. Being allies with someone that is involved in that twist is perfect. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay, we'll yeah, get to I that mean... when it comes. But <laughs> anything else kind of like um before the challenge. Yeah. I mean well, there's a I lot mean... before the challenge. I mean specifically like right after tribal. Um, not right after tribal, but in the intro. I noticed that Justin, Ooh. one of Justin's clips, he was filmed on Yoast Ice Arena in front of the Children of Yoast banner. And 
I wrote, and I quote, Justin has children of Yost for his intro. He is now number one in my heart. Um, as yeah. an avid child of Yost, I was really- For those really that don't know, we have um, Yost Hockey Arena, which is the name of our hockey arena. And if you're like a hockey fan, you're a child of Yost. Mm -hmm. So together we're the children of Yost. Right, exactly. Um, I shout out to the that. children. <laughs> okay. Um, after Tribal, we also see Ellie and we kind of get their perspective on Tribal. They We find out that like they kind of had a suspicion that Jay was going, but yeah. Jay was also the only person that talked to them. So there wasn't much they could do about that. And then we find out who Ellie wrote their love letter to. And it was Abby. I think both of our predictions were wrong, right? <laughs> wait. Yeah, wait, who did I predict? I don't remember. I don't remember. I predicted Stephanie. Or no, I predicted Noah and then Stephanie and then it went back to Noah. Okay. I don't remember who I predicted, but it it just registered in my brain that they picked Abby and they both had to survive to Final Ten. Yeah. So this advantage is now irrelevant. It didn't matter. And it makes sense watching the episode back because there wasn't a lot of content on this. We see Abby's perspective. Abby seems like, you know, willing to like go for this. Like there's no reason to tell anyone really. We didn't yeah. see Abby tell anyone. There's no reason to instantly be like, I want Ellie out. Cause there's no inherent benefit to doing that yeah. unless Ellie tells people. And Ellie was clear in her mess or in their message to that they weren't gonna tell anybody. They're like, keep it on the down low. This could be good for both of us. And all we really get from Abby is like, yeah, this this could be good. And then it like cuts immediately. And I was just like, huh, I hope this turns into something else. Yeah. I wonder if next episode we're gonna get a shot of Ellie and when Brady goes, Welcome uh Sokka to the challenge and Obsidian's mm -hmm. getting a new look at the Sokka tribe. Abby voted out the last tribal council. I wonder if we're getting a shot of Ellie's face and they're just like oh. <laughs> Yeah. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> I wonder what so Ellie is gonna do with this information now. Because like they have obviously the advantage useless. Like they can't do anything yeah. about it. Abby's gone. And I'm assuming that like they can't pick another person. So advantage is dead but i do think there's a way to like use this information a little bit because you can tell someone that you have this advantage without any risk Ooh. at all You're i right. think like you it's a good way to pull somebody in obviously it's tough to like confirm i don't even know if abby has the paper because like it was on the bulletin board which makes it tough yeah but i think like going back to the ian and Lindsay thing information about the um difference maker is important and i think if you go up to someone and be like hey when i was a difference maker i had this opportunity to send a love letter to someone and if we both made it to final 10 we got a half idol it was abby there she's out now yeah obviously like if you are telling this to a person that like um is one of your closer allies they have no reason to really like think you're lying and that will just like make you even closer and mm -hmm. i'm wondering just i'm wondering if ellie is going to like tell anybody this information afterwards because i don't think there's much downside unless whoever they tell is like that's ridiculous i'm gonna go tell everyone and then fucks ellie over 
that's like the one way of go wrong but i personally if that happened to me i'm telling one person just to like try to make um this bad situation into something a little better yeah yeah i probably would do the same just to like sort of feel out the idea of like how are people going to react because this twist is like i'm not as familiar with cbs survivor but like this twist is super new for survivor michigan obviously yeah and they have done they've done half idols in survivor but it's mm-hmm. very much like it's a little different because those half idols like obviously like you, the ones that i'm thinking of you like find and it's like hey you have another half you have to give it to someone oh and yeah. then you you don't have to like wait to a certain point to use it there might be other um renditions that are similar to um the love letter but like mm. i can't recall yeah I feel like just having that kind of information early in the game is good because uh, difference maker is probably going to have more ramifications as the game goes on. Mm-hmm. And I wonder like how many advantages are going to be put in the game. If there's a, I, like, I'm, I mean, we saw, we will talk about Lindsay's when we get there, but like, it was nothing crazy. It was yeah. something that had to be used like this week. And I don't believe so like it wasn't like we're constantly getting like oh an extra vote that can be used until final six and a safety without power that can be used until but like we're not getting constant advantages as of now and already the half idol is not even a thing anymore yeah so realistically there's no advantages in the game yet yeah i guess you're right i know i was kind of worried like when they first like talked about that twist it was like oh my god, there's going to be so many advantages in the game. It's going to be so hard to keep track of as a viewer, let alone a player. Um, (laughs) Like, who has what? What idol clues are where? Where are they pointing to? And even with regular idols in the game, too, when you have so many advantages, I'm just like, oh my god, just let them play Survivor. Right. And it might be a blessing that, like, we don't have to worry about this half idol anymore. Yeah, I'm hoping because like I'm hoping that there's not a ton of advantages. I really have like the way they've done the difference maker so far because mm-hmm. they there so far there's always been something up front that everyone knows. So if you haven't yeah. gotten the difference maker yet, you like can't automatically assume that they're getting something because something else is already happening that's visible. Now once yeah. you get the difference maker then that changes the game because you know that there's a possibility of getting something else. Yeah. That is an interesting thought. And I think that's why the producers designed it like that. And it's really smart because that way, like if you get the difference maker, you're not instantly fucked because you got a public like idol or something. Yeah. You do like something public and something private. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to continue that or if it's going to be a little different. We'll see. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to continue the pattern of like, so first we had Obsidian and then it was Osaka. Like, is someone from Obsidian going to get it next week? I mean, it's possible. I think it's it's more just like luck based, but. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking. 
Yeah, I mean, speaking of Obsidian, we did get more Obsidian content this I was going to say the next. Like, in my notes, it's like a character segment, character segment, character segment. And we're really, we're we're slowly building up the characters of Obsidian. Like, last, ep or last episode, we got lots of George and lots of Katie. Mm -hmm. Who else did we get from Obsidian? I mean, we definitely got Ellie, too, just because they got different. Yeah, Ellie. And then I'm trying to look at my notes. Uh, we had like a smidge of Mason, um, with yeah, him coining with Snake face. That was a nice quip. Um, yeah, but other than that, we didn't get a lot of Obsidian last episode, but this episode did a really good job. Yeah, we got a lot of Taylor this week. Mm -hmm. Um, love Taylor. Taylor's, Taylor's doing. Like she's killing it. Like, uh huh. Because in that segment, we, it was like. Taylor, like I literally have written down Taylor bonding with Katie, Taylor bonding with Mason, Taylor That's bonding with George, Taylor bonding with, and I threw, I thought it was going to go into like her making all these connections and then someone being like, Taylor's a huge social threat, but that never happened. No. People are just like totally okay with Taylor like bonding with everyone. And I think that just is a testament to like how good Taylor is playing right now. It's super early. We're not seeing that much from Obsidian, so, like, mm -hmm. it's hard to really tell. But, like, if I were to make, like, a power ranking of Obsidian, like, Taylor's in the top three, I think. Oh, for sure. I literally wrote that Taylor is wooing the whole tribe because great, every great conversation point. she has, everyone comes back to a confessional and goes, oh, I just love Taylor. We had such mm -hmm. a good conversation. And... I mean, that's going to prove very useful when, if and when Obsidian has to go to Tribal. Mm -hmm. And there were some really funny moments in this little Taylor segment, specifically the theory about Beyonce being a lizard. That was so and I, it was like The way Taylor said it was so funny because she was like, she's talking to Mason and she's like, have you heard, like, heard of this conspiracy theory that Beyonce is a lizard? And then... Mason as well. Oh, oh yeah so she proposes a theory and then she's like and then like mason's like yeah it's like it's kind of silly and then taylor's like but have you seen this video and then it cuts <laughs> and it's like, I, where's the uncut version of that conversation i know i need to see what like taylor is thinking george needs does to she, release it does she actually think that that beyonce know, really, is a lizard I, the way that was edited was really funny. And then there was also the George segment with, like, d and I thought was fun. Yes. And the part where Taylor was like, where's my phone? And then George was like, it's, it, you're filming. <laughs> and then Taylor was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm then, excited no, to see her, like, form strategy. Because all uh -huh. of her clips are so good. So, like, what if she has to, like, start voting people out and be like, oh my god, so-and-so is such a snake, like, blah, 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 and just, mm -hmm. like, rattle off this story. Like, I feel like she's... That was a really good Taylor impression. Like, it's, it had the, like, vibe of Taylor. It had the Taylor vibes. Um, I just need to get rid of the O in my name, and I'm good. <laughs> I, that took a second. I was like... <laughs> I saw the processing. You were like, uh, what? I was like... What are you talking about? And then I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, rigor. <laughs> Sphia. Taylor started a trend. Taylor did start a trend. 
if you have an O in your first name, what would it sound like with no O? Yeah, so then after Taylor, we get we get Anne, and she has a fun <gasps> segment with all of her drawings. I know you loved Anne last episode, so do you want to talk I about loved Anne this ep- last episode. She was like, guys, I'm a freshman, and because I can relate to this because I played as a freshman, and I was like, oh, yes, more <laughs> freshmen playing in the winter. Um, mm-hmm. And then Anne decided to woo me over with her pictures. I love a good picture and she drew t-rex as a t-rex i I love like you got like person 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 and then this gigantic dinosaur it was so good that was so funny i loved that um i have Mm -hmm. a a quote here i have some you know there was a lot of good fun after that and drawing section but there was a section with justin and he said i just can't keep my mouth shut and then it was promptly followed by him showing four fake idols in his hand. And I was like, <laughs> okay, so you admit to someone that you can't keep your mouth shut, yet you're going to bring fake idols into this game. Yeah, that was, wait, who brought fake idols? Justin? Justin, yeah. All right, I like bring that for a second, okay. And I was just like, dang, okay. First, Justin's yeah. going to woo everyone over. Then he's going to... Not a very... I was uh, just going to say, hit a slip of the lip. Maybe. Not yet, but he's going to. I, he and he's going to bring in his fake idols. I really like Justin. He is giving major game bot, like... But I think it's going to be a fun game bot, and not a game bot where you're like, oh, have emotion. Like, yeah. I think he's he's playing hard. But it's, like, I definitely get the vibe that, like, somehow he's going to just play way too hard and, like, put himself in a corner and, like, have to dig himself out. And I'm curious to see, like, how that happens. These fake idols, like, maybe the fake idols lead to something. I don't know. I I feel like so far there hasn't been much idol talk. Like, Mm-mm. they have the idol clues, but, like, I don't even remember if there was a segment where they looked for the idol this time. There I feel like there was, was a small one. Like Lindsay R and Gang went to the union to like look. Oh, you're so right. Yeah, they did. But they didn't find anything and it was kind of short. And it ended with <clears throat> Lindsay being like, Oh, I have a paper due at 8 a.m. the next morning that she didn't start. And I was like, Wasn't that Girl! The first I think that was or the first episode. Huh? That was the first episode. Oh, I thought we were talking about this. I said this episode. Oh, yeah. There was no idol hunting episode or segment this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, I thought you were I talking about the last that one. happening, but I was like, did that happen this episode? <laughs> no, okay. it was last Wait, time. Was like... Oh, yes. and okay. Then... So Justin. Oh, yeah. You can go. You can go. Justin threw his, the party at his apartment for Obsidian. I thought that was so funny. There was one part where he was like, yeah, I hope pe- some people don't come because then they're on the bottom of the tribe. It's <laughs> just like, like, honestly, true. Like, if someone doesn't show up to the party, that's bad for them. They're, like, not in a great spot. Yeah. And showing the up fact to survivor parties is important. This- <laughs> yeah. And the fact that Justin's throwing this party specifically, like, he... Doesn't even care if he has fun or not. He is doing this 
solely for Survivor. And yeah. like, I love that. It's so funny. And just like the mentality he has over this is like really fun to watch, even though it is like a game body move. It is, but we did get another um, quote of George saying, if I die tonight, I'm glad it was here. So that's the second Aww, episode in a row so where George has alluded to his death. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, George, are we okay? Are we okay? <laughs> I yeah, I hope we use it there. Okay, was there yes. any other segment before the challenge you want to talk about? I think that was like pretty much it. Yeah, that was most of everything that I wanted to talk about because next thing i have is challenge time yes i do too so we have the classic ping pong paddle cup knockdown challenge that was such a good way to describe it I, <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i guess i also said I, it, Sophia. I said solo cup on a ping pong paddle challenge that's exact basically what i just said but I said it better. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I th um, there wasn't like a lot in this challenge that like stood out. I will say the first like four or five rounds, no one was doing like the strategy that you were supposed to do. Yeah. It's... Like I feel like every time, like in real survivor called survivor, whatever that I've seen this challenge, like, people are immediately doing, like, quote-unquote, the strategy where you throw it up and, like, knock down the other persons. But, like, yeah. the first few rounds, no one was doing this, and I was just like, why? I don't I don't think people were thinking of it, and then, like, obviously, after the first person does it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's the strategy. Right, I guess, because like, um, no one else... There was also another it. strategy, though, that Tejas had. There was a what? There was another strategy that Tejas had. I um, must have missed it. What was Tejas' strategy? <laughs> he only did it once. But I don't remember who he was against, but he literally just yelled at them. He went, ha, ah, and hit their cup. <laughs> and it was so funny. Honestly, that's a good strategy. Catch them off guard. Yeah, it works. But... We also saw Sokka winning the challenge for a little bit there. Ah, uh, I was like unsure who was gonna win because we got so much Obsidian content that it was like it could totally make sense that Obsidian goes to tribal. Yeah, I but was also we didn't get like we didn't get like lines drawn. We more just got like this character, this character, this character. So I think mm -hmm. like seeing that Sokka loses again, it kind of makes sense. But I would not be surprised if Obsidian um, goes to the next tribal. Yeah, I wouldn't be so surprised either. These are 10, per started 10 people tribes. I'm, I mean, a swap doesn't seem likely soon. Mm, Obviously, no, there's so. the it opportunity of both go. Yeah. Um, but also, at the end of that challenge, like... It was Grace against someone else. And Grace was trying to do the strategy where you threw your cup up in the air. But uh -huh. she threw her cup down and <laughs> lost the challenge. I was like, girl. Yeah, like, I get it. Like, you want to, like, in your mind, you want to build up power to throw it up. So when yeah. you do that, the cup falls, and then you do it, and you're like, fuck. 
Yeah. I'll say the like, only other moment that stood out during the challenge was when they were doing the 2v2s. Um, it was like George versus like two other people, and then George like threw his cup up and then knocked down both of them. That I'm pretty was sure. crazy. And yeah. Then Brady was like, George is suicide, whatever. I was like, <laughs> That's like maybe third reference. Like that. But no, that was that was that was crazy. It was so good. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was like, George? if anyone could do that, it's George. <laughs> it is George. It's a George moment. And also right, our our lovely Bailey cameo every time we had to bring out the VAR of like her like scrubbing through the footage, being like, George's cup hit the ground last. And we're like, Yay, there's George! So, there's so many close calls. I feel like they constantly were going to to that. I'm shocked they got it all on film. I was glad they did. I know every single one. They're like, "Oh, this was it. This was it." They were clean about it. Like, mm -hmm. good on them. I I know, and I maybe they edited this out, but there was no pushback from the players either. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I was like, where was the like? No, we're gonna. <laughs> like, I know they were just like, oh, well, like let's let's see the replay. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, okay, good. we'll I move on. Contestants that don't fight back. Exactly. It's so nice. You can mm. just move on. <laughs> But I guess it like happened multiple times, and like I assume that it went both ways. So like I think yeah. at that point they're like, okay, like it's gonna happen. Yeah. Exactly. And then obviously Sokka loses. So we're going I... back to tribal for Sokka. I was not happy with Sokka losing, especially because Ian was on the chopping block. Like if anyone went home, it was in my mind, it was like Ian or Emily. Yeah. She's been fine, but she hasn't been talking to anyone. So I don't like know much about her. I was just like, I'm like, I could see her go. Like, she's been fun, but like, I don't know. But yeah, Ian, I like, I don't want Ian to go yet. So no, when they lost, I was like, I was like, Ian's in a tough spot. Yeah. And like, with Emily, it's just, like, because she just hasn't reached out to anyone, it's just such an easy target. Mm -hmm. Because, like, everyone's just going to be like, I don't know what her deal is. But right. also, I appreciate that these players are also realizing that, like, Ian and, like, other people are big threats. And they're like, well, we got to get them out. Like, uh -huh. honestly, both of these challenges, like, are very team-based. And it's, like... I mean, Ian hasn't been, like, a pinpoint person in a challenge that, like, oh, my God, he carried us in that challenge. Right. So, like, they understand that he's strategically a really good player, but it won't harm them in their challenge doing, which I don't think they touch on about, but, like, it was something that I was mm -hmm. thinking of. Yeah. But before we get into, like, tribal and stuff, there is another difference maker, and this time it's on the losing tribe. Yeah. And – one thing I thought that was interesting is, like, they didn't even get the option to choose if, like, make a unanimous decision or whatever. It was just, like, yeah. you're going to rocks, basically. Rocks, 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 rocks. Rocks, rocks, rocks. But, like, because the first difference maker, they were like, okay, you guys can all choose. And if it's unanimous, then that person can be difference maker. And if not, then we'll go to rocks. And they just all picked Ellie. This yep. time, they didn't, they didn't even offer that. No, I guess, like... 
realistically, like no one like won the challenge for them. Yeah. So I get why they didn't do it, but like I feel like still propose the option. Yeah, I feel like it would have been interesting too to see who Sokka would have picked. Um well like my thinking is they don't pick anyone. Um but my mm. the reason I think they should have done it is because on the off chance that someone wants to volunteer themselves, I would love to see who would do that. Like what he didn't do it, probably not, but he's crazy enough too. <laughs> His crazy ass. He's just gonna be like, guys, or like I'm gonna do it. Yeah, or like someone like Emily who's like clearly like not in a great spot like if she offers herself up are people just gonna like let her be the difference maker are people gonna say no like let's fucking go to rocks yeah but they ended up going to rocks yeah i did like that you could opt into it but what i thought was because like they're like close your eyes and raise your hand and i was like oh that's kind of cool and then Brady's like, okay, everyone except this person and this person opted it. And I was like, what was the point of closing your eyes? Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, an anonymous difference maker. And then it just wasn't, which is fine. I, like, like we talked about earlier, like, I think because there's, like, something that's very apparent with the difference maker all the time, and then someone Mm -hmm. that, or something that's hidden, it's totally fine for the difference maker to be public every time if you have that. But yeah. I do think an anonymous difference maker could happen in the future. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, it's hard to have a front for every single difference maker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'll definitely be interesting. I'm wondering, like, if this twist is just going to last for, like, the tribe stages. Like, or maybe it happens in the merge, too. But, like, I, how- I definitely think it's going to last at least to, like, Final Ten. Yeah, I just wonder how it'll work in the merge. That's a good point. Maybe, like, the person who wins immunity is the difference maker, or, like... they they I don't know, because, like, there definitely is going to be, like, something. Because I think, in my mind, if you have a theme for a season, you can't just have the theme, like, die out after the pre-merge. It's redundant. Like, what is the point? The theme is I have a theme. Maybe the difference maker will turn into something else. But like for now, it's like I like the way it's going and I'm interested to see what they do when it's like merge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did, did they say it was gonna happen every week? Because like I remember they worded it like weird. Like I, I remember Brady saying like most weeks. Yeah, Brady Brady, you know, he just says <laughs> Brady the just stuff. They're like, all right, Brady, this is what you got to say. And then he just goes out and is like, hey, guys. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, I would have to rewatch the episode. Yeah, I don't know. But um, anyways, Lindsay draws the whatever color rock and is a difference maker. And she goes to the board and she hits two things. Or I guess three things, technically. One of them is an extra vote. And you can only use it for this tribal. You don't have to tell yep. anybody about it. Don't have to tell a single soul. And I don't even think you have to use it. I think, like, Lindsay implied that she didn't have to use it. Yeah. I don't know if they, like, misread it or if, like, you just didn't have to. The prod was like, mm, you have to use it. I, like, here's the thing with extra votes. It's, like, such a specific advantage yeah. that 
it only does something if you're in a like close close vote and in yeah. this scenario it's there's nine people on her or on their tribe which means it yeah. has to be you the only way this would do anything is like a five four vote where you use the extra vote to tie it up and it doesn't yeah. work in a remote so i feel like this extra vote the only use it would have in this scenario is like if they split the votes really weird in like like i don't know how they would, i don't want to do the math but like if they split the votes and then the extra vote gains more power but it's like it just feels like, like a useless advantage yeah like and the extra vote too is also so like enticing like at the beginning you're like oh i can have two votes uh, like that's so exciting but then you're also like i'm on a nine person tribe and it's really early in the game and right. i have to use it this week and there's probably going to be a large majority of people throwing all their votes <laughs> on one name. Right. So I guess we'll just like dig their grave deeper and just like throw another one on the pile. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it was a good advantage for the difference maker. Like it's not overpowered uh -huh. at all, especially this early in the game. And I, that's like another worry I have with difference maker is that some advantages are overpowered, but I think, um, I think, given like what how like the public versus private information is going to be i think right. it'll be okay because yeah it can't be that neither advantage has been that strong and obviously not the no. love letter like doesn't matter because abby mm. got voted out oh <laughs> sadness but, <laughs> that sounded so big i'm devastated that abby's gone I'm actually so upset, and we'll talk about it more at Tribal Council. Yeah, I, I don't want to think about it right now. Like, let's put, let's wait <gasps> till the last possible moment to talk about it. Um, yeah, I'm literally okay. gonna. Then she gets it. an extra vote, and I don't like what she does at all with this. I'm sorry, Lindsay, but like, she, she tells her entire tribe that she has an extra vote. Why? And like, <sighs> here's the thing. At first, when you're thinking about it, you're like, okay, maybe it makes sense. Like, um. You know, the votes are going to be red. Maybe people will find out that an extra vote is red. Except that that's, like, probably not going to happen if it's a, like, majority vote. Like, you probably aren't going to find out that there's an extra vote unless it's, like, literally, like, a 5-4 vote. That's yeah. the only time that, like, you're going to actually know. Yeah. So, and this telling every single person about this unpowerful advantage is just, like, like does nothing my like all it does is it creates an image of you that you don't keep secrets yeah and and want to help your tribe one is like good because like if you're telling your entire tribe stuff it's like okay like if we have to send someone a difference maker Lindsay is a good person because he's just gonna tell us everything so yeah if that was Lindsay's intention with doing that then i would give her a lot more credit but all she's doing is just spilling information and i think it's going to create like this persona on Lindsay that like she can't really be trusted because she just tells everything yeah i i think that was i think ian sort of touched on that like after the challenge is over yeah and because ian wanted to like work with Lindsay and sort of like 
have her like just be under his wing like with others like sort of not knowing mm -hmm. but then Lindsay just told everyone about the extra boat and sort of yeah set that plan into a ride oh array a ride yeah array whatever the word is right. i don't know but <laughs> and like here's the thing it was probably like a split second decision and like i don't think it's gonna really matter that much yeah but it is something to like keep an eye on about how people perceive Lindsay. Like already you have, like you said, you have Ian who's like, I wanted to use Lindsay and now there's no power there because she doesn't have any allies. And if you don't have any allies, like working with someone with no allies is tough because yeah, like no one's fighting for that person to stay. You're the person fighting for them to stay. And that means you have to put so much more work in yeah and now, like it's worth you're getting the entire person to yourself so it's like are the differences worth it or not and like it's i think another... ian's like huh? it's another way <laughs> ian's making his game more difficult i mean like i think long term it's really good if he can like oh, yeah keep Lindsay on like his side and no one else is doing that then like props to him i just think it sounds like Ian realizes that this is going to be tough because if Lindsay's constantly doing this, it's just going to be so tough to manage to the point where it's like really not worth it to like put work into that. Yeah. Yeah. But I did, I liked the intention that Ian had because mm -hmm. one, Lindsay's not working with anyone, and two, she's the difference maker. So you can gain theoretical information. But it just ended up, like, not working out. Oh, Ian. Will anything go right for him? We'll find out and in the coming minutes. Another part of Difference Maker we didn't touch on was the idle clues. Lindsay yes, had, the idle clues. She got two idle clues. She gave one to Obsidian and one to Sokka. And mm -hmm. she could not pick herself on Sokka. And yeah. I believe she picked T-Rex and Noah. Yep. And yeah. it, like, it makes sense. Like, you don't have really much to go off of on Obsidian. I mm -hmm. think there's two decisions you can really make. Eh, there's three things you can do that are, like, uh -huh. of varying levels of good or bad. Probably the worst move would be give it to Ellie. Yeah. And that's because Ellie was, like, joined their entire tribe. And if you give it to Ellie, even if, like, you're not thinking, if you're, like, I'm going to give it to a random person, you give it to Ellie, every single person on Sokka is going to be, like, that's suspicious. You talk to Ellie. Yeah. And Lindsay didn't give it to Ellie, so good job. Another decision that I think, I don't think it would be bad for Lindsay, but it would be really bad for George if George got it. I think, like, just something about giving it to the host of Survivor Michigan feels like a separate decision than every other person. Yeah, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing for Lindsay to do that. I think, like, probably, like, just because he's such a, like, big target, I think, like, you don't want to give it to him. I think it would hurt George more than it would hurt Lindsay. I agree. I think, like, if your intention is, like, fuck George, he was a terrible host in season one. Let's get him the fuck out of here. Drop the bomb. Like, you're good. But, like... That's silly. Why, like, you don't need to be going for someone on the other tribe that hard. But what if Lindsay was in the mood move. to make a silly, goofy move? Mm -hmm. But she didn't do Then it. they did it. 
She gave it to T-Rex. And, like, yeah. I don't think there's much more you can analyze beyond that. Like, it's T-Rex. It was the first person that was right there. Lindsay probably didn't put much thought into it. She probably was just like, oh, T-Rex. Boom. Boom. I will say, T-Rex just not sharing it at all is, like, so funny. And I get it. Like, the thing with, like, public idol clues is, like, if you don't share it, you're going to have such a target on your back. But yeah. then it just feels like it defeats the entire purpose of idol clues because it's, like, every single person knows about it. Yep. And it's just more of a chance that they're going to go find the idol or they're going to solve the clue in the puzzle. Yeah. Um. So it, like, makes sense that he didn't share it. But at the same yeah. time, it's like people brought it up and they were all like, why didn't T-Rex share the clue? Like, what's yeah. his deal? What agenda does thing. he have? If you're going to do that, what you have to do is you have to share it to someone privately. Yeah. If you do that, you're actually build you're building a lot of trust because everyone that knows about it, like, they yeah, they're going to be mad at you. But when someone talk, let's say I'm T-Rex and I share the clue to like Mason. I'm just picking a random person. Someone's going to Mason and be like, I can't believe T-Rex didn't share the clue. Mason is feeling so good about this because like he has T-Rex to himself basically. And that just creates that bond like so much more than other people have. And when you have a bond that's so like, you you know other people don't have that bond. I think it like it would help T-Rex a lot to share it to like a couple people and be like, you guys are the only people I told. And every yep. time someone talks about it to those people, that bond is just gonna slowly like get better. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they do it on French Survivor, but these good old college kids are like, Hey, what are you doing? Uh <laughs> Come over here and give me that idol clue. It'll set the precedent that, like, you don't have to share idol clues. Which I kind of like. I think, like, it's so risky to do because, obviously, like, there's, like, no reason to do it. But I am just curious. Like, if one person doesn't share the idol clue, let's say, for whatever reason, the next idol clue is public, you're like, well, T-Rex didn't share it, so why do I have to share it? Yeah. Well, I do exactly. wonder if that will, like, affect how obsi- what Obsidian does with idol clues. Maybe we'll see. Maybe we won't. I don't know. We will have to see. But that was kind of, like, all of Obsidian that we got after the challenge. Yeah. No. We got well, some was... from, like, Katie. Yeah, we got we some got Katie. Jordan. We got some George and Katie lore. Yeah. And then that was, like, basically it. And then Katie brought Jack to Blep. Um... Yes. Because I think Jack found out that Katie was on prod and she like sort of wanted to talk to him about it. Mm. Well, but didn't Katie tell everyone that she was on prod? She did, but I think Jack still felt like uneasy and she, I think, wanted to smooth that, that over. Oh, okay. I wrote, I wrote down Katie's reveals that she's friends with production. And like, mm. I think like, being on prod and then like being friends with every single person on prod i think yeah. that's specifically what like jack was worried about yeah so then like he wanted to address that specific part of it yeah which just like makes sense at that point it's like katie has had pretty good reads this game so far from what we've seen and i think she could tell that jack is like 
going to be like thinking about this and yeah all you can do is like try to do not really damage control because i don't like think it's like something that she messed up i think yeah. she just has to keep it under control and make sure that like jack is not going to spill this to everyone immediately like you if i'm katie you basically have to convince jack that this will like destroy Katie's game later in the line so yeah. it'll give an incentive for Jack to keep that information. And it'll give Katie someone that can be close at least for a little bit. And mm -hmm. then if Katie's worried that it's going to become a problem later, then Katie can deal with it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> On an unrelated note, I keep mixing up Jack and Justin because we don't get enough Obsidian content that yeah. they both have J names. And I'm just like... Jack, Justin, Jack, Justin. And when I see one yeah. of them and there's not a little name that says on the bottom, I go, which one is that? Yeah, I mean, they're both, someone says they're, name. They're, both, they're both white game bots, but like, they're fun. And I'm like, they are fun. I'm, like he, this cast is like, they're delivering. Even mm -hmm. with like George and Katie and Ian and Noah getting like a decent amount of like the footage, we're seeing yeah. the other characters. We got Taylor, love Taylor. We got Anne, oh. love Anne. We get we got like the Justin bit. We got a little inside into Jack and this. Like the cast is packed, and I'm like, I think they're just like there's a lot of different types of characters. Like yeah, we have more like game body characters, but even those are like showing emotion. And like I think it's really fun to see them interact with someone like T Rex, who's like the exact opposite of a game bot. Yeah, they they had a really good. This is a really really good cast. Uh, and I'm really happy with it. Yeah. Okay. Before we get into, um, we can talk about the Katie thing a little more, but we did forget to mention that Lindsay also gave an idol flute to Noah. Oh yeah. And like that's I'm, the that's the decision that matters more in terms of like yeah. Like realistically, I think if you're Lindsay, you know the idol clue is gonna be shared. Yeah. So you don't give it to someone you trust. You honestly, like, honestly, the person that gives it to you, or the person you give it to, is probably going to be mad at you for doing it just because it puts a target on their back. Yeah. So you probably want to give it to someone that, like, you don't really like, maybe like a more indifferent person. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, Noah is probably fine to give it to. Like, you also want to give it to someone that is going to share it, I think. You, Unless they're going to, like, share it to just you, then give it to someone that you know is a Survivor fan and is not going to, like, put a target on themselves by not sharing the clue. And make sure also that they have a pinky toe with the color purple on their toenail and they're left-handed as well as <laughs> going to um, East Hall every tuesday and thursday was this a part of the episode i don't no. remember it's okay. just like you got to give it to someone who you trust but who you don't really trust i'm just oh, like see, okay okay see, uh -huh. see you can, like, tell me anything about the episode and i, I it would take me a second to realize if it was a part of it or not I'd i mean like, maybe i am just telling you things about the episode and you just don't know I'd be like, is that in my notes? 
No, I just like, as much as I love like analyzing it, I'm like, at what point is it just like, Noah, take the clue. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like Lindsay sort of is like in a connection with Noah. Like they're, she met with that like group of seven. Um, yeah, that's true. To vote out Jay. Um, and it's like not Ian who like in theory is the closest to her. Yeah. So like good decision, I think. Makes sense. Like Yeah. Noah's like probably sense. closest to like most of the people in the tribe, but like mm-hmm. if he's gonna share it, it doesn't really matter. Like yeah, it's probably like fine. Yeah. Totally. Okay, so okay, we get back to the Katie thing. So yeah, Katie like talks to Jack and kind of tries to smooth things over, and I think it goes pretty well. Hmm. It seems like I mean, I don't know if we got like a big Jack reaction of like that conversation, mm-hmm. but it was mostly narrated by Katie, and Katie said that it seemed to go well, and yeah. she gave a shout out to KYTL. Exactly. So thanks, Katie. So funny because like I was like oh my gosh we got a shout out and then I was like <laughs> we did not we were not the host of KYTL when this filmed but I'm gonna pretend <laughs> like we were I was pretending like we were too and I was like oh my god Katie you're shouting us out that's so no, kind <laughs> so like the funny thing was with KYTL like we became hosts like right before Spotify rap dropped and we changed yeah. like the picture on Spotify to me and Sophia. And a, a few people like were like, oh my gosh, KYTL is my favorite podcast. <laughs> like it was my number one most listened to. And it was me and Sophia. We haven't even filmed a single episode. And it <laughs> was so I was like, I was like, wow, we're so good. We didn't even have to film anything. We're number we're number one. We're number one. We didn't we don't have to do anything. The fans already love us. Exactly. I bet there was someone that like watched it like probably like early in the year for like All Stars and then like dipped and like maybe like wasn't paying attention to the new hosts. And they're like, who the fuck are these people? Who are these schmoes? Like, where are the others? The others? Yeah, because it's Jack? not a drawing. The Spotify one is like us. No, it's like our picture. Mm-hmm. I know. Guys, let us know if you like the drawing of the new logo. I, I love the drawing. Thank you. It it went through many iterations. Um, but <laughs> AKA me yelling at Sophia because my hair was the wrong color. Yeah. Apparently I like kind of forgot that my hair is pretty much dark brown or black. Uh for those at home that cannot view that. Um, and I made it brown, but I made Roger's hair black. When his yeah, is very like, clearly so proud. <laughs> and he was like, you have to flip those. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're so right. So <laughs> but it's really- now we have the logo. Huh. Yeah. All right, we coming also- back from our intermission. Yeah. We also get a little bit about George and Katie, just kind of that they're, like, hiding their relationship. Mm-hmm. I didn't really write much more than hiding relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write much more either. I wrote that... Uh, Ian doesn't even know that they're in a relationship. Yeah. And, like, I'm trying to remember. Did, was there... I feel like there was something either in, like, the first trailer or, like, um, 
maybe it was the next time on Survivor, but like it sounded like like this might be like Ian found out or something and was gonna like tell people. Maybe that was like an implication I made. I don't know. Did we get a next time on Survivor for this episode? I feel like we did. I don't, I don't know, know where somebody, I was doesn't, somebody doesn't like to watch next time on Survivor because it's. I went all the way to said play next, and it mm-hmm. gave me a Markiplier video to watch, and yeah. I was like, "Did I miss the what's next on Survivor?" I don't know. One time, me and Sophia watched an episode of Survivor Forty Five, and she like left the room when the next time on Survivor started playing, just because she didn't want to be spoiled for the next episode. And I was like, "Sophia, it tells you nothing." No. That was definitely for the Amazing Race. Like, what do you mean? Because it was like showing what the next challenges were for on the Amazing Race, and I didn't. Oh, know. for the Amazing! No, no, no! It was for Survivor. I like re- remember this. <laughs> it probably <Okay>. was. <laughs> I don't like to get spoiled, but then I do like to get spoiled. Yeah. So it's just depending on the day. I don't know, but. Yeah, if there's like there's an emphasis that nobody knows that this relationship is a thing, and I think yeah. if anyone's gonna find out, it's Ian. Yeah, Ian's like really close with Katie, like really close with people on Prod, and as we've seen on, on Prod before, things do end up getting leaked. <laughs> Noah, <clears throat> Noah's and playing. Not, I I really I doubt it's like a leak this time. I feel like Ian probably just like. Finds out because I think Ian's a smart dude, and I think he will probably get the vibe that like something is happening. Yeah, and I don't think Ian's gonna be happy. I think Ian's gonna like want to blow it up just because that Ian's like this is funny. He would think it's funny. He would, and he'd be like, "This is good content." Like, I mean, he's edited like three seasons at this point, or is editing three seasons. Like, yeah. You know what's fun and what's not fun to watch. And if I'm Ian, I'm like, I want to make this an entertaining season. I don't want my season to be boring. Exactly. Especially from like an editing perspective. So Ian, Ian's decisions might not always be like strategic decisions. They could be entertainment decisions, which honestly I'm totally fine with. I think playing through an entertainment lens is a good thing sometimes, for me at least. Because sometimes it's, like, you can get these out-of-the-box, like, moves that aren't, like, okay, this is the best move. What's the most entertaining move? Like, eventually Uh, this is going to be a show. What do the viewers want? And Ian knows what the viewers want because he's making the episodes for the earlier seasons. And he's constantly watching Survivor Michigan footage. And you know what entertaining Survivor Michigan footage looks like. So, obviously, you're going to make it. Yeah. Which is going to be so, so good. I hope he finds out and just blows the shit out of this relationship. He's like, Katie and George are dating. Ah. And we'll know, see what but, that, what happens with that. Uh, anyways. Anything else before we just get into the saddest part of the episode? Oh. <laughs> Sokka going to tribal. I, I don't think so. There's a lot to talk about with this Sokka tribal, like, conundrum. Because I feel like almost everyone's name was thrown out on the table. Besides for maybe, like, Stephanie. Um, I 
everyone's no i don't think well that's okay like, there was at first it was emily then right. there um then there was a obviously the ian plan yeah and then they were like what if we switch it to noah yeah. and then ian and noah find out about this and they're like okay what if we vote for luke and, then, and i'm okay, like yeah. I guess five, five out of nine it's a lot of people obviously they didn't throw up they just embraced because my homies are like chilling when you said that those are the two people that i thought of first so i was like i was like two out of two of the people that i thought of didn't get targeted (laughs) sophia what are you talking about there were a lot of targets and i feel like this could have gone a lot of different ways there were so many targets but please tell me when was Abby's name thrown out? Yeah, well, let's it go wasn't. through the progression. And I think, because here's the thing. I After I finished the episode, I was like, this is going to be controversial. Because first of all, you have a, like what I would call a fan favorite going home week two, which is already like not good. Insane. And then her name was not mentioned like once as a target the entire episode. Which like, is definitely like from an editing perspective, it is a bit odd. I do want to get into that once we get there, but I think it's like this episode takes you on a journey, mm-hmm. and I think it does paint the picture. It just takes like one step to get there. Yeah. But was- let's let's start from. Let's see. So Ian wants to use Lindsay with like the difference mm-hmm. maker. What did, like talk yep. about. But then Ian's like, yeah, that's not going to work at all. Yeah. He's and like, bro, At this point, like, does Ian want to target Lindsay? Is he just done with her? Or is it like, he's still like, think, trying to keep her? I think he wants to keep her. But, like, I don't think he's going to ha- make as strong of a relationship with her as he probably yeah. intended to. Because, obviously, Lindsay's, like, telling people about their vote, like... And, like, you don't know what else, like, what other yeah. kind of information can get leaked. Especially if Ian's feeding a lot of information to Lindsay. Um, so I, like, understand why he is now more hesitant to work with Lindsay. To, like, work with her. It's just... I I wonder, like, what other people Lindsay's going to work with. Because we've only really seen her work with Ian yeah that's true and that would be cruel if ian was her only ally went after her that'd be funny yeah ian would do that but i don't think that's gonna happen villain arc (laughs) sorry i'm trying to read my notes there's like something that i just cannot read what i said um after i have like sort of like the ian Lindsay combo um I have written down that Abby and Stephanie are being perceived as a pair. Uh, Grace cannot tell them apart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I thought that was funny. I had huge gripes with this. Like, Abby and Stephanie do not look alike at all. <laughs> oh. They're giving completely different vibes. Abby is a very, like, out there person. Like, like I think, like, if you are on a tribe with Abby, you can tell that she's playing the game. And, like... Stephanie, not that she's not playing the game, but I think she she's is giving a more vibe. Like, yeah. they are not the same at all. And I, like, I get, like, it can be a little confusing. There's, like, ten people in your tribe, now nine. They're not similar at all. I was like, what are you saying, Grace? If anything, like, 
I feel like it makes more sense to confuse you with somebody else. Yeah. Like, it was just really funny. And But, like, to contrast that, she's, like, explaining all of the in-depth relationships that are happening on her tribe. And I was like, uh-huh. it's the way Grace knows what's happening everywhere on this tribe. Uh, but no, like, Grace is in a good spot because, like, she's in this power five. And mm-hmm. then she also is trying to make this alliance with her, Noah, and then Abby and Stephanie, which mm-hmm. I think that's a great thing to have. I mean, that's kind of what Luke was already doing. Yeah. But I think Luke has this kind of like weird situation where he kind of wants Ian out because Abby and Stephanie want Ian out, but like not really. So I think that kind of puts Luke in a worse spot, whereas Grace. I guess they just didn't talk about Ian or whatever, but, like, yeah. theoretically, Grace is, like, in the best spot on her tribe, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, she knows what everything is happening, and, like, I feel like in that Power 5, her and Thagis are sort of, like, mm-hmm. kind of the ones that, like, could be really tight that we're not really seeing right now. Because obviously yeah. it's like the Luke, Ian, and Noah show right now because they're all like being crazy and being loud and playing yeah. like very obnoxious. Not like obnoxious, yeah. but like obvious games. It's funny because when a lot of people say, oh, it's like the Ian show or the Luke show, usually they say that like in the fact that they're like controlling the entire game, where as in this, we mean it's about them because they're all just like beefing loud. each other. It's so funny. They're loud. It's great. Like, I don't think there is one p- person, like, controlling this tribe. Like, it's very much, like, big powers going at it. Like, yeah, which gives, like, people like Thages and Grace, like, such a good spot. Uh, because they're aligned with them, but yeah, there's no reason to go after them. No, I love, there was a little clip from Thages where, like, he was talking about how people aren't perceiving him as a threat right now and that he's kind of like playing under the radar and like i think you have to be very careful when you say that because i think a lot of people that say that like are doing nothing yeah like like more than half the time someone says that they're really just not doing anything but i think they just isn't a good spot i actually like his read right here like yeah he's next to like lots of big threats that clearly are gonna blow up their own game he's oh, Ian already has beef with people. Noah is like clearly like week two being targeted. Week two. This is all happening week two. He just has this like umbrella that like is just gonna protect him. And then he has allies like Grace that like I think are like maybe might be seen as doing things, but like I think there is a way that Tejas can like either get those people out or like make it seem that he's not just like doing nothing. Yeah, this there's just so many people. It's so exciting. Yeah, but so we get like a little bit of this like Grace Noah duo that's like starting to form, and mm-hmm. we think this like four person alliance with Grace Noah, Abby, and Stephanie is gonna happen, and then it just like does not at all. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's yeah. more focused on like Luke, Abby, and Stephanie. Right, because um, then yeah, then we get the Luke, Abby, and Stephanie segment, and. They are kind of deciding if they should vote out Ian or not. Because yeah. the, the, their options right now are Emily, because she hasn't talked to anyone, or Ian, because Ian is like 
talking to everyone. Basically, like, yeah, and problems. Yeah, and they also, like, mentioned Lindsay as, like, a fallback vote. Yeah. Um, where if they can't get enough people to, can to like, vote Ian out, um, then they would just vote Lindsay. I will say, I think someone, like, I don't remember who, but I think someone said that, like, they didn't want to do Lindsay specifically because she had an extra vote this round, and it, like, I do find that funny because I don't think that was Lindsay's intention of telling people, but it is benefiting her a little bit, like, why target someone that has an extra vote because like that's just slightly more risky than targeting someone that doesn't have an extra vote yeah i have written down that noah said that yeah that's who i thought it was but i wasn't 100 Mm -hmm. sure when luke steph and abby were talking i really thought it was funny that like they all were like okay like let's on three all say a name and then they're like three two and ian and they all said Ian. And they were, like, so giddy about it. They were like, ah! Like, there's three of you. You need six votes. <laughs> I get it, though. Like, yeah. going after a big threat so early is hard. It's really tough. So hard. And it's, like, throwing it out there is risky. Like, I mean, we saw last episode, Luke was not, like, entirely down for it because he wanted to work with Ian. Yeah. But I think in this moment, Luke is prioritizing Abby and Stephanie over Ian and I do wonder if that's the right call. And I only say that because, like, it doesn't seem like Luke, Abby, and Stephanie all together are connected with anyone else. Like, yeah. Luke is connected to Stephanie and Abby. And Luke is connected to, like, Grace, Tejas, and Ian, and Noah, and this, like, power yeah. five. But there isn't, like, an alliance with Stephanie and Abby and Luke in it. Like, if they made something with Grace or Noah or something that included all of them maybe it would make more sense but it's like they don't have a lot of power and i think people are it it sounds like people are probably thinking um abby and stephanie are a duo Mm -hmm. i don't think people see luke attached to them right now which is good for luke but it's like i don't know it just leaves him in a difficult spot to get numbers because like yeah. it's so early where the tribes are still so big that three people's not gonna make a difference yeah. and I'm... for abby and stephanie i feel like it's like luke is so connected to the this quote-unquote power five uh-huh. that it's like why would he cho- choose to work with two people rather than four other people yeah and like he must have just thought he like he must have felt so much better about abby and stephanie than everyone else which i get like i think abby is a very clear strategic presence and i Mm -hmm. think in the early games that's someone that i personally want to work with and like when you're comparing that to someone like ian who is just batshit crazy like or like someone that like noah who is going to like you can tell noah's going to be a snake Mm-hmm. I look like I think Abby is also also would be a snake if she made it far. Like I think she has um the ability to do that, but like I think people won't see that where people will see Noah. So it makes way more sense to work with Abby, like with that mindset. Yeah. So I yeah. get where Luke is coming from, mm-hmm. but it obviously just like backfires like completely. Yeah, like instantly (laughs) yeah um so i think after like this whole like ian segment it flashes back to like the power five or whatever they're called i hate that name it's not like 
bad it's just not creative like it's giving like power five football conference and <laughs> i know ian would have came up with that because he I loves his college i football. did not make that connection at all i think the but only reason I'm... i made that connection was because they announced the cfp really recently and oh, yeah. um, for those not in the college football world Florida State was the first ever undefeated Power Five conference champion to not make it to the playoffs, and it was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the yeah. equivalent of if like someone in Survivor should have won but didn't because people didn't vote the right way. Exact same scenario. Pretty they should have voted in and they didn't. Yeah. Like imagine so, you played a perfect game, controlled every vote. But then, like, you lose because the other people in the end are, like, Boston Rob and Sandra. And they're just like, well, they're Boston Rob and Sandra. They're obviously better. Yeah. And then you're just like, but what about all the Everything things I, I did? did? But it's Boston Rob and Sandra. Mm, but that's Boston Rob. <laughs> Comparing Boston Rob and Sandra to the SEC <laughs> makes a lot of sense to me, though. It does. Which, just now like, that I think of it, I realize that you have. Do you even know who I'm talking about, Sophia? Because you haven't. I seen do. Them. I knew no Boston Rob and Sandra because okay. I watched Heroes versus Villains. Okay, I didn't know if you saw that season, so good. I did. I mean, that was the first one I saw. Stuff, but like, yeah, big players that, and yeah. Like, the SEC of Survivor, I guess. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anyways, Noah. <laughs> um, Noah's talking about this Power Five, and it sounds like at first they want to go for Emily. Hmm. Because they sort of think that it's just, like, obviously easy vote. But um, yeah, I think Emily finally does decide to talk to people during this episode. Yeah, like, at the very start of the episode, it showed it showed her being like, oh, like, I, I didn't know my name was out there. I should start talking to people now. So, like, good on her for at least realizing that, like, some people, like, just don't. They'll be like, oh, that's funny that someone voted for me. It definitely mm-hmm. isn't related to the fact that I didn't talk to anyone. And just like that's dumb. So I'm glad that like it gave her a little like bit of juice to like start playing the game. Yeah. And like obviously it worked. I think like Emily didn't get like a huge edit this episode because it was just so many big characters in this tribe. But like I feel like we probably can credit her a little bit for like her not being the target. Like people feel comfortable yeah. enough with her. Which means she's probably talking to someone, I would assume. Yeah. Well, there was a bit where she was talking with Noah. And then yeah. I think she even, I could be wrong, but did she talk to Ian? Or I don't remember that. But like, I don't remember awesome. that either. Maybe I'm making that up in my head. I don't know. She talked to Noah for sure. Okay. I want to say maybe Luke then, because I know it was another guy. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember, but... Clearly, she's talking to people, and like it seems yeah. to have worked. But and honestly, on a when you're on a tribe with like big characters like like Ian, Noah, Luke, sitting like I don't want to say doing nothing, but like making sure you're aligned with like certain people, and then just not doing anything else is probably the right call. Yeah. So I think like Grace and like Tejas and I mean honestly. Like, Abby and Stephanie are also doing that. It's just they were on the wrong side. Yeah. Which is tough. 
it's rough. And, like, it's going to work out for some people. It's going to. That's the problem because when you have these big people going after each other, it's like if you get out the other big name, it's like you're the big, you're the only person left. If Ian now knows, you're the big name, it's either you're, you're like, the big name or you're collateral damage. Right. Pick your poison. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense that these votes were sh so shifty because if you're Ian or if you're Luke, you don't want to actually get that person out because once it happens it's like you're sitting there every single person looking at you knowing that you made this move literally yeah and like here's the thing about targeting ian ian knows like that he's being targeted because i'm trying to remember how it happened somebody told noah right um yes oh, i think okay okay wait no, Stephanie and Abby fully, like, had a conversation with Noah where they were like, what if we vote Ian? a conversation with Grace? Yes, where okay, Stephanie okay. after yeah. was like, Noah was so condescending. And I was like, mm, yeah, he was, but also yeah, no, like, we're trying to vote out Ian. Like, it made so much sense why they shifted from Ian to Noah. And I think that conversation, like, sums it up. They, yeah. like quote-unquote like we're supposed to work with noah and then noah was just shutting down every single thing and if you're abby and stephanie that's frustrating yeah. so frustrating and like i'm glad that they were able to take a stand and like actually try to vote noah out mm -hmm. obviously it didn't end up working out but i think that was the right call on their part like and i do like wonder are ian and noah being targeted specifically because they're broad or because they're loud people I think it doesn't help that they're loud as well. Uh -huh. Obviously, like, we don't really know. I feel like all four of these people, like, including George and Katie, are all just, like, very outgoing people. Yeah. Um, so, like, I wonder if it would have been different if it was someone who was quieter on their season um, yeah. and is just, like, a more reserved person in general. And we don't know how Katie and George like are interacting with their tribe really because we they haven't gotten as much screen time. Yeah. But I think I think it's more of the fact that like being on prod doesn't help their case. That's true. Um, I will say, like, out of all the prod members, Noah's pretty much received like no content about being on prod. Yeah. Which makes me like, I'm sure he's told people, but I feel like for whatever reason, like, no one really cares with Noah, or it's not, like, a storyline. I think we're getting info from Katie because she seems to be close with all of them, so, like, prod is, like, a big part of it. Obviously, mm. people are, like, skeptical of Ian because he edited seasons, he's in the credits, and George is the host. So it makes sense that we would get, like, prod content from them. Whereas yeah. I think with Noah, especially with George, Katie, and George, or sorry, George, Katie, and Ian, no George's there twice. Imagine two Georges playing. Two Georges. I would be one curious George. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know I was going to make that bit, but I think it's I'm glad I did. I think I need to make one obscure reference every podcast because last How week it was the eighth. Curious George is not like an unknown entity. 
No, it's an obscure reference because it's not a survivor. <laughs> okay, that doesn't mean if I make a Taylor Swift reference, it's obscure. It's Taylor But Swift. it's obscure compared to Survivor. Taylor Swift? Name one episode where Taylor Swift is mentioned in Survivor. I'm sh there has silence. to be an episode. I hear silence. <laughs> I haven't seen every single episode, Sophia. Me neither. <laughs> so I can't. Anyways. I don't even remember what we were talking about. We were talking about Prod and Noah. Yes, okay. So Luke, Abby, and Stephanie have a meeting and they want to shift the target to Noah. Yeah. And like, I feel like that makes sense. Like at this point, like, yeah, I think people weren't biting with Ian. Like they tried with Noah and they're like, damn, that didn't work. And because they went for such a big name, like, they kind of have to double down. So mm -hmm. I see why they go for Noah. I will yeah, say, I think, the, I think the way they went about it was, like, very, very wrong. <laughs> like, honestly, we can chase it back to Ian, or to the Ian vote, I should say. If I'm a Luke, Abby, and Stephanie, and we want, I want to get Ian out, mm -hmm. the first person that I'm going to is probably Emily. She's yeah. not talking to anybody. She was just voted. Like, I think that's a cl clear person that you should try to get. And yeah. that's four. How many more votes do you need? Two. Like, technically, Lindsay. yeah, you need, two. you need two. Get Lindsay. And I do get, like, Lindsay was talking to Ian. So, like, I definitely see why that would be risky. But also, yeah. I feel like Lindsay, like is the type of person where if you were to include her in alliance, you make this alliance with Emily and Lindsay, I think that Lindsay's gonna bite. I don't see any reason not to. Yeah, because after that, then you're in the majority. You're in the majority. You just took I out think... a huge powerhouse. Uh -huh. You're in the majority. And, and for... it's like, it's a good move. Uh, and for Lindsay, like, I mean, yeah, it's like the second vote, but you can gas Lindsay up and be like, this, we couldn't have done this without your extra vote. Like, this is your move. You should, come on. Like, you're getting out, like, a producer of the show. Like, every, you know, you, I know you like him, but every single person that talks to him like him. And I think yeah. that, that will, like, drive Lindsay to be like, oh, shit. Like, maybe he doesn't actually want to work with me. He's doing this to everyone. And, like, literally, you can just tell that entire lines to say that they, like, had the same conversations with Ian, even if they didn't. And I yeah. think that would work. But instead, they decided to go to Noah, which, like, I get. Like, it's so difficult to know who you can actually trust and who's working with who. So, yeah. It's definitely, but, like, Luke is in an alliance with Noah and Ian. I feel like of all people, Luke should probably be like, hey, like, let's not tell Noah. Yeah. Because he's gonna tell Ian, who's gonna tell right. Grace, who's gonna tell Thages, who's gonna tell Lindsay. Like, yeah. And I just think it was like, when I look back, I don't really see much that Abby did wrong that got her in this position. Like, I'm sure, like, she didn't play perfectly, but I'm struggling to Collateral. find like, a reason that she specifically did. Like, She's like, it's collateral. collateral damage. And it sucks. Because, like, 
because Ian and Noah before tribal were like, we should vote Luke. And I was like, oh my gosh, I I wrote it down. I was like, pre-tribal prediction. It's going to be Luke because uh, everyone from the power five is probably going to vote Luke. Lindsay was probably going to vote Luke. But then yeah. all of a sudden, next vote, Abby. And I was like, what? They didn't even talk about Abby. What do you mean they're voting on Abby? And then Brady all of a sudden goes, <clears throat> second person voted out of Soraya, Michigan. The Michigan difference, Abby. And I was like, how? I was so yeah. upset. It was like, I haven't been that sad in a while. Like, it was rough. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Season 45 Survivor spoilers for CBS. This was two devastating votes I had to experience two nights in a row. Wow. Yeah, that was that was devastating that was vote on Survivor Michigan. Devastating vote on CBS. Yeah. Anyways, let's I do I do want to talk about the Abby vote, but um I think we have a little more to talk about and then we can like talk about the Abby vote. There was so when the Luke, Abby, and Stephanie want to like switch to noah mm -hmm. already that's like okay like probably not like the best idea like it could be a good idea to maybe just go for emily and hope that like it doesn't blow over but they decide to go for noah whatever they decide to ask ian <laughs> and i do find this weird where it's like you tried to ask noah to do ian and noah shut it down Maybe there's a reason that Noah shut it down. Because so, now, so it does seem odd to try to like try to work with Ian, who actively knows that Luke stuff. They're just Abby like, mm, we have a plan now, don't we? Yeah. And here is so like earlier in the episode, I said that I think it does make sense that Abby went home, despite mm -hmm. the fact that they didn't say Abby's name. And I think this is where it kind of starts to be like pieced together. And you have to look at both episodes. Episode one, we find out, um, we get into like Abby and Stephanie and their relationships with Ian. You have Stephanie who stalked Ian on Facebook and found out that he's a producer. And I, he, I think she told probably Abby and Luke, but then it like sounds like it spread around. And I think Ian probably knows at this point yeah and then you have abby who has not heard good things about ian through her sister that happened to live with ian yeah. and that i think if if there's any single thing you can like be like this is why abby went home is mm -hmm. because of that as soon as um the last votes read abby tried to spoken Ian says something along the lines of, um, I forgot what he said, but he was like, you can thank Megan for that or whatever, or say hi to Megan for me. And yeah, I assume that Megan is um, her sister. And as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, that's why Abby went home. It really wasn't anything Abby did. It was like the fact that Abby's sister lives with Ian. Now, yeah. what I would like to know is how he found out that information. Was it like, did he just figure this out on his own? Did Abby tell Luke, tell Noah, tell Ian? 
that I'm curious, but like maybe I think the vote made complete sense. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, we did not know that it was gonna be Abby. We were completely like we were told that it was gonna be Luke, and then it just wasn't Luke. But it makes so much more sense for it to be Abby, just given the fact that like Ian's name was thrown out and there who else to pin it on than like someone who's he li- he lives with her sister and it sounds like he probably didn't like her either that's a great reason to target her yeah and i mean abby was also the one to like call ian up and be like come to the ugly right now we're voting noah out like yeah and i think just it's- that that combined with like the fact that she's a str- clearly a strategical threat that's trying to drive this Noah vote, kind of mm-hmm. just like put Abby in a really tough spot. Yeah. Yeah. And then I will she say, fell. When um, they decided to switch the vote, there was a really funny moment where Ian, Stephanie, not Ian, sorry, Stephanie, Abby, and Luke are all like, okay, let's text Ian. And they're texting. And then it cuts to Ian on his phone and is like, oh shit, I just got a message. And I was like, the fact that they got both of those on film was just, like, beautiful. And the fact that it was edited together, like, good, good job great. on George's part. I love that. Good job, George. Yeah, and Ian, when he received the text, was like, that, no, I'm not doing it. This is, like, ridiculous. And I assume that is kind of where the balls were turning and, like, and, like, clearly it wasn't, like, obviously going to be Abby. I think there there was a time where it was going to be Luke. And mm-hmm. I think if I'm Ian and Noah, like, clearly, like, Luke is trying to play both sides. And that's sketchy. But I think by getting Abby out, you're breaking up a pair of Abby and Stephanie. Whereas if you get out Luke, like, now you just have a whole pair sitting there, which, like, could be dangerous. So I think it does yeah. make sense to get someone out in the pair rather than Luke. And because mm-hmm. no one's gonna trust Luke now because he clearly was like the main person driving all of this. And yeah. the entire power five is gonna be very anti-Luke. I think they're less likely to be anti-Abby and Stephanie, which means they're more likely to work with Abby and Stephanie if you leave them together. So mm-hmm. by getting out an Abby or a Stephanie, it does make more sense than getting Luke out. Yeah, yeah, and it also, like, forces Luke to, like, come back and, like, start begging and be like, please let me, let me yeah, back, like, please. That's the one thing I'm worried about Sokka is, like, the writing feels like it's on the table for who's gonna go next. Like, it's probably Luke or Stephanie, and mm-hmm. somehow Emily and Lindsay are gonna kind of make it out alive, even though they're, like, not talking to anyone, which really sucks, because I hate when people play the game and like actively are trying to play the game and then like the people that aren't really making those bonds end up like making it through yeah they sort of just slip through the cracks and i feel like that's just the nature of this tribe when you just have two or even three like big names just going head to head yeah the only other thing I want to talk about before Tribal is we get a little segment that Noah apparently is friends with Taylor from Quidditch. Yes! And 
it wasn't like important this episode, but I think that is gonna like become a storyline down the line because Noah's going to be very connected. I mean, I know we talked about Katie being in probably the best spot out of all the prod members, but like honestly, Noah's probably in one of the better spots because he has this entire power five. Well, not really power five anymore because Luke's not a part of it, but like he has very solid alliances on Sokka. <laughs> And he has, he has, like this, like so, like connection to Katie and George. Too mm. I don't know that close, but like at least Katie. And yeah, I think Noah's in a good spot. It's just like he's in a very like front of like the game spot. Like he's actively like trying to do stuff. He's already been targeted. Like he almost went home this boat. Yeah, but I do think he is in a decent spot now that Abby is gone. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I would totally agree. I did. There was a moment where I don't remember like the exact context, but he, oh, he, so it, it cut to the Noah Taylor segment, and then it cut to Ian, who was like, "Why are you telling everyone that you know Taylor?" Yeah, I guess that's like not the greatest of moves, mm-hmm. which is like at, fair. At I why would... it was gonna. At first, I thought it was going to lead to, like, Ian, like, actively, actually going for Noah. I was like, I was like, is this the right call? And then, like, for um for Luke, Stephanie, and Abby to, like, text Ian, I was like, maybe this is going to work. And then Ian was like, I'm mad at Noah. But, and then, then just, like, so what? Yeah. Which was, like, sad. And then but we I know. Never, it made sense for Ian. Like, there was no reason not to do that. Yeah. Okay, so time for tribal. Tribal. No, don't be excited um, about this. No, I'm not I'm excited. Ready. I was excited. Um, I'm always excited to see Brady, our host, our dear host Brady, show up on the screen. Yes, that's true. We love Brady. Love Brady. He's he's doing a great job, and I'm proud of him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like. Tribals, especially where the tribe is like kind of split, are so hard to read the vibes of because everyone is obviously trying to just fluff up their answers to be like, I don't know where the vote's going. Yeah. You, and you know who doesn't fluff up their answers? Ears. <laughs> so the question he is the asked, only one. Like, do you think that like um challenge performance is important? And even me, I was like. Yeah, or like, sorry, the question was, is there a person that lost the challenge for you? And Ian goes, yeah, Luke lost the challenge for us. He's like six feet tall with lanky arms and like should have won and just didn't. And Ian just tells everybody that. And like Ian specifically says like, like, this doesn't mean like we're targeting you. I don't think there's any reason to do that, but you did lose the challenge for us. Yeah. And like, that was balls in the end. It was. And I was like, honestly, fair enough. He's the tallest person out there. Yeah. And went against people that were definitely not as tall. And I was like, yeah, yeah Ian's got a point. Oh, he has a point. And at first I was thinking like, okay, this is like an entertainment driven move. But then thinking about it, I low key think it was kind of smart. And then mm-hmm. the reason I say that is because... Like, when he said that, I was like, oh, well, they're going for Luke. Like, 
Yeah. Obviously, they're going for Luke. Ian is just being so obvious about it. And then it was Abby. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. That's part of the reason I actually do like the fact that we weren't really told it was Abby because there's this like clear like facade that they're trying to put on that it was Luke. And I think this mm-hmm. was part of it. Ian basically being like, Luke, you lost the challenge for us. It makes the viewer think that it actually is going to be Luke. And I was convinced. It's Abby. And we're like, why the fuck is it Abby? Ian says, say hi to Megan. And the pieces all connect. And you're like, that is exactly why. Ian basically like did this all himself. He's a mastermind. Like, like, I mean, yeah, it's week Snaps two. Snaps and claps. You'd be masterminding votes at week two now. But Ian did it. And if anyone can do it, it's Ian. Snaps and claps for Ian Harris. Yeah, and boos. Boo. And boos. Why Ian Boo. Abby was so cool. I even wrote in my notes before tribal. I was like, oh my God, this Ian or Ian. This Abby, Stephanie, Luke trio is going to go far. They're going to do such good things. I love the trio. And then it was broken. My dreams are shattered. How am I supposed to move on? Yeah. In my notes, I just, as soon as Abby got voted out, I wrote, Abby, question mark, question mark, question mark. And then I was, like, too sad to write anything else. I wrote, in all caps, Abby? No, I liked her. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only other thing at Tribal that I noticed was when Brady asked, does anyone have an idol? Lindsay, of all people, was like, she looked immediately like yeah. at, at Noah and Luke. And I like I didn't know because I didn't know which way she was voting. I low-key thought it was a chance that she maybe was gonna vote for Noah and that was gonna be the blind side. Mm-hmm. but like no one Luke were like sitting like right next to each other and she looked at both of them so I didn't yeah. know who she was looking at but like that was dumb yeah like I, that was so like, it was very much like look a- back. if you're sitting in the front like do this if you're gonna look back just kind of like I mean no, don't do that like it's dumb no if someone plays an idol <laughs> they will walk in front of you yeah. Like, you don't the need to see anyone shuffling in back, their pocket. Only reason you should mm-hmm. ever look back is if you're trying to get someone to play an idol and you want to, like, yeah. Not that that and would you're work, looking at them like, like... You're like... <laughs> play yeah. your freaking idol. But no one has an idol yet. No. No. And, like, I assume someone's going to find the idol next episode. I feel like it's leading up to that. I hope so. If yeah. T-Rex finds an idol, that would be goofy. That would be goofy. I mean, he has the glue. I would love a He's T-Rex idol planet. Like, I feel like I feel like T-Rex would find the idol and then just play it on himself like immediately. <laughs> not even not because he thinks he's going home, just because he's like, well, I have this idol, so I'm gonna play it. And if anyone can find the idol, it's T-Rex. It's T-Rex. He loves going on adventures. That's how he got his nickname. No. Okay. So maybe he is going to find the idol. What? I said, I think we can wrap the episode up. Wrap it up. Yep, wrap it up in a little Christmas gift. 
put a little bow on top, put it underneath the tree, and then go to bed because I'm tired. So true. Um, <laughs> we gotta stop doing this at twelve thirty. At like night. eleven p.m. Yeah, well, that um, was because that was my fault because I said ten thirty, and then I was like, wait, ten forty-five, and then I was like, wait. 1055. Roger was making his pasta. It took too long. I was. Well, okay, no, the last part wasn't the pasta. Something else happened. I was like, fuck. Oh, it's okay. Well, I okay. Um, I have I have a question. So I was asking my roommates, um, like, what should be my question of the day for the people that make it to the end of the video? Yeah, and um okay, because my question is very like what was happening in your house that day um so my question is is if no my question for the viewers or for you roger is if there was a twin with you in the womb would you consume the twin or would the twin consume you <laughs> because i consumed my twin you did? Yes! I didn't know that. Yep. There were two two eggs, and I was the only one that came out. That checks out. Yeah. I'm a power like that. I probably would... I think my twin would actually probably eat it. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> like, every person where we, like, think about it, we're like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. Okay, so my question is question? like related to something in the game. I thought you were gonna oh. say something that had, was like game related. No, my question's always not related to the game. Yeah, remember well, last week it was about the game. turtle. That's true. Mine, see, mine is like not directly a part of the game. It's a fun question based on something someone said. And my mm, question yes. is, what is your favorite conspiracy theory? <gasps> Oh, I love this or, question. Or, or alternatively, what's the stupidest conspiracy theory you can come up with? Mm, that one I would need more time to think about. Okay, I don't think it's like a conspiracy theory, but like I love like the idea. Like I'm very always convinced that like places I go into are haunted. I, I'm fully oh. under the idea that my childhood home is haunted. There's nothing I have to back that up. But, like, it's just, okay. like, a vibe. I, yeah, I totally get that. Sometimes some places just give the haunted vibe. Mm -hmm. It's, like, you just know. And you're, like, yeah. I'm not going there. It's haunted. Yeah. Like, every time I go into the basement of my childhood home, I'm, like, there's someone watching me. Like, <laughs> there is. Do I have any yeah. evidence? No. But I'm convinced. Yeah. Those are your questions anyway. of the day. What's the craziest conspiracy theory you can come up with? Or if you had a twin in the womb, would it consume you or would you consume it? Those are your questions. Or combine the questions and what is the biggest twin-related conspiracy that you can think of? I don't know. You're going to get bonus points for that. Yeah. So you've made it to the end. Thank you for coming this far with us okay. today. Thank you for joining us. Um, Every time I feel sure... like I'm like, it's going to be a short episode, and then it ends up being like two hours long. <laughs> it's longer than the first one. It's longer than um, All Stars episodes. 
so true. <laughs> if you made it this far, you should, you know, rate us on Spotify. Yes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Okay. Give it a like. We have 200 subscribers and then drop to 199. I'm going to find Yeah. It. Who's unsubscribing? You smash that subscribe button. I need everyone to smash it. So we're back to 200 subscribers. Yeah. Bring us to 200, please. We want to oh, be yeah. there. Yeah. We'd be so happy. But okay. you, y'all are the best. Yeah, Peace and love. I hope you have a lovely day. See you next and episode. Hopefully, we might have a guest. We'll see. We might have a guest. We might have a guest. Who knows? Um, and we'll we'll see you next time. Peace out, y'all.